Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. came in here and we had like a prayer meeting going on and you just really feel, feel like the presence of God was here really powerfully and uh, I was so you know in those moments what do you do I thought best to talk to God best to listen to God and uh, what I felt off the back of that was that um, next week we're going to be here as normal I think then after that we've got spring harvest and so uh, you know we'll still carry on but I think we'd, I don't know if we're going to have a service then but basically keep watching because what we're going to start to do for the next little while in, in, here in the evenings we're not for a while anyway going to be having a talk and having all that kind of stuff basically the word that came to mind for me was just presence and it was just like let's just get into the presence of God and, and let's just let God's presence come and let's just meet with him here in these evenings and let's spend some time just with Jesus Christ because you know this morning we found that, that when people just met with Jesus, when they found out that he was alive, he turns people's lives around. You know, the word from him, something that he can speak to you in worship and everything. You know, we, I'm a preacher, I love to spend hours and hours spending work, working on talks, but one word from Jesus is worth a thousand of mine. You know, and we want to be able to just have those times when people can come in here and just know God is present. Because when that happens, when people meet with him, things start to change. That's why we're going to have baptism soon. People have met with him. Things start to change when that happens. Um, personal story about myself, to be honest with you, not something I'm proud of, but I'd say that before I met with Jesus, in all kinds of ways, if you'd have said to me, you're selfish, I would have said, no, not really. No, you know, I'm not. I'm you know, quite a generous bloke, and you know, I'm around at the bar like anybody else. And uh, if there was a football card going around for charity or something like that, then I'd do Ipswich and Man United. And if they'd gone, then it, I would, that would be a sign that I didn't have to do it. That was like the extent of my generosity in life. And anything else that I got was pretty much for me and my world. And, you know, and, and, you know, but, you know, I was one of those kind of people, people who say, do anything for anybody. But to be honest with you, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't do anything for anybody. In fact, I didn't do much for anybody apart from me. If I was being honest. And actually, my world needed to get bigger. And that's one of the things that God started to do when I first started to meet him. So I can remember being in church and at some point starting to think, oh, this is real and I believe that this is true and that, that God really is who he says he is and he can do what he can do and, he, and he's changing my life and I've met with him and he's forgiven me and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's got to shift something in my priorities. I can remember the first time I kind of, the, the collection plate came round and I thought, I'm going to put something in. I can remember the time when I did it. And in fact, I can remember thinking, oh no, I'm feeling like maybe I should go to the back pocket. Not even the front pocket. This is like a back pocket moment. It's like, oh no, that can't be right. But I remember opening the wallet and putting some of the folding stuff in there. Now that for me was a massive spiritual moment. Do you know why? That was saying I actually believed this. Because up until that point, I was saying I believed it, but that was sort of showing something in my life about my priorities and how they began to change. And after a bit of time, I, I started to give more, and actually I liked it. And I wanted to give more. My world was getting bigger. It was like my heart was getting a little bit bigger. 
And then I started to really love the church. And over time, I heard some teaching about something called tithing, which is like when you, you look at the 100% God gave you and you start to say, well, I'm going to give back to him. I even heard some teaching that said, you should do that and you should really give to the church generously. Like that. And then after that, you start thinking about generosity. And that really blew my mind. But God spoke to me about it. I thought, he said, test me in this. And I thought, oh, well. And actually, I found it was fantastic. And after a bit, Jesus said, what happens is, you should build up treasures, not just on the earth where it all gets lost, but in heaven. It's like, you should open up a bank account in heaven because you want to spend more time there than you do here, don't you? Yeah, is that right? I want to spend more time there than I do here. So where do I want to spend all of my money? I don't just want to spend it all here. I want to be thinking about what's going to happen there. And he says, you can, and he, didn't say, he didn't say store up treasures in heaven for me because Jesus didn't need it. God didn't need the money. But he says, you can store up treasures for you in heaven and it's never going to be lost. You're never going to miss any of it. It's going to be amazing. So I was like, okay, I'll start to do that and I start to give more and more. And then it was like I wanted to get a bit of a portfolio because people who are smart investors, they don't just get like one thing, they start to invest in a few different things. One of the things that I started to get involved with, I'd find out in various charities that were helping really, really poor people. And I started to connect to them. And as I was doing that, I was like, I love that. So myself and Zoe, we talked about on top of other things we wanted to do, we wanted to give and we wanted to sponsor children. So we started to sponsor through a couple of things and then a couple of other things and then we ended up connecting with with this charity called Compassion and they're here today and over the years we've ended up getting more and more connected to this amazing charity called Compassion and specifically a few of us here have got a real connection to a place called Haiti which is like one of the poorest places you can ever imagine on the earth and then they had a flood and then they had an earthquake and then they had more floods and there's a natural disaster of a natural disaster it's the pits with poo on that's how bad it is. It's, I mean, I, don't even, I can't even think of that phrase until I just said it. It's the worst <laughs> possible place you can imagine. And there's people living in these horrible places. And it was like, do I care about that, actually? You know, how much in my life do I care that children are living in those kind of places? And things started to change. I mean, I've got kids and I've got grandkids. I care about them. Could there be room in my heart to start to care for more kids? And so we started to sponsor some kids. And over the years, it's been the best thing we've done. We love sponsoring children, in, and we love sponsoring children in Haiti. We do it through some other stuff too, but we do it also in Haiti. And it's, and it's brilliant. You get to connect with these kids. You get to get um, uh, you know, letters off them and all that kind of stuff. So we've got some guys from Compassion UK, which is a charity I 100% recommend because I've seen the integrity of these people, how they look after the money. And these kids, they take the, mo- the poorest of the poor and they turn them into world changers. They don't just rescue them out of poverty. They give them an education. They give them help. They change the whole family. You change the whole village. These people go on and change the whole nation. You talk to these kids and they grow up and they believe God's got a future for them. And they start to talk about how they're going to rebuild their broken nation and how they're going to be part of new government and they're going to bring in just laws and all of that because they get it because they've been rescued and they want to be a rescuer. There's something about having been saved, if you like, that makes you want to go and save other people. And if you don't know what that is, can I say you're not a Christian yet? If you don't know what it is to be saved and want to be involved in helping to save some other people, you need to go and talk to God about what kind of salvation has really happened inside of you. If you think it's just for you and you don't realise it's it's supposed to be something that helps us to to go and change the world. Now I know loads of people in Ivy do all kinds of great stuff and we're a really generous church and I'm very grateful for that. But we want to keep giving you the opportunity to sponsor children through Haiti. I've got Myself and Zoe, we talked about it today. There's 50 kids that they've brought the, 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 they've brought the, um, the profiles for today from Haiti. 
beautiful kids. They're all beautiful children. This morning we talked about it. There was 18 people who said, we'll sign up and we will sponsor a child. Some people perhaps have already sponsored a child and they're going to sponsor another one. It's £25 a month. That's quite a bit of money. Let's be honest, it's quite a bit of money. You know, to do that actually involves some sacrifice. There are some things we cannot do personally and as a family because we sponsor children. But compared to what is the question? Oh dear, I might not be able to go to the pictures. I might not be able to go out and eat. Maybe I might be. Now, I know there's some people, it will be a real sacrifice for you to find £25 a month. Pray and ask God, is this something that he can help you to be able to do? So we found out there was 18 and then myself and Zoe said today, we want to sponsor another one. So we're sponsoring another one from this project in Leogan because this is the place, it's the epicentre of the earthquake. It's the worst bit of where this disaster happened. Everything was lost in this place. This pastor lost everything. The church fell down. The school that he'd built fell down. His mother-in-law died when their house fell down. There was people, children, and, and all these kids that were killed. When myself and Andy Hawthorne went out there, there was, they were dragging bodies out. And I'm like, we've got to do something to help them. And I'm so glad that we as a church have been generous to help. It's a church-to-church partnership with that place in Leogan. So we're going to watch a video. We're not going to do an offering tonight, actually, in terms of oh, we'll just give some money. And, we, and this morning we said, and if you want to, you can give some to compassion. To be honest with you, that's great. But that's a little bit like an adrenaline rush. You know, your heart kind of goes, oh, oh, that hurts, that's bad. I should do something. And adrenaline comes and goes, huh, and helps. These kids don't need adrenaline givers. They need heartbeat. They need somebody who's going to regularly regularly, regularly give to help them because long-term, over time, that's what makes a difference. So we're going to watch a video by a lady called Danielle Strickland and at the end of it, these guys from Compassion are just going to stand up and they're going to hold up a picture of a child like this one, like beautiful Medjean from Haiti. They're all from Haiti. They're all beautiful. And at the end, your response, if you want to, only if you're going to do it. Don't do it if you're not going to do it. Don't go it to go and look at them or wonder about it. Pray during this video. Talk to God. Maybe you're new to all the prayer thing. God will speak to you about this because he really cares about it. And he really cares about these kids. You can decide, I'll go and I'll take one of those off those kids, off these guys, and I'll take one of those kids and I will start to sponsor them. There's, there's people at university who sponsored these kids. There's people who are themselves you know on student loans who are doing it and all that kind of stuff because again compared to the place where they live we already won the lottery we are already massive in terms of being rich in the world so I'd ask you to watch this video by a friend of ours called Danielle Strickland who was out there in Haiti just before we went recently just during this time talk to God and say okay here's her experience of sponsoring a child what would my experience be like if I was to, to go and do that? And then at the end, I'm not going to labour it any more than that. These guys are going to stand up. And if you want to, it would be great if a few more people just went and said, yes, please, and took one of those, those cards off them and, uh, and, and, and took one of these children to be able to sponsor them. And then we can fill out your details and sort it out today. Okay? Let's watch the video. So yeah, I'm privileged to say that we're going to be sponsoring Medjean from Haiti. What I'd like you to do is just close your eyes for a moment. Is God saying anything to you tonight? If he is, it's so good to do what he says. It's always a blessing. He's promised, you know, he loves, he loves it when the poor get helped. He's promised to actually prosper generous people who share his heart like that. 
He said that he'll meet all of your needs according to his abundant riches in Christ Jesus. Not even according to your needs, but according to his riches. So it often is a faith step for us to do this. But I'm just asking, does anybody would like to sponsor a child? And if so, don't look at anybody else. Just think about it for a minute. And then stick up a hand now so I can see it. Put up a hand now. Brilliant. Keep your hands up. Thank you. And the guys are just going to come round and give you one of these children. Literally giving you one of these children. Somebody at the back there as well. Thanks, guys. Anybody else, just stick your hand up. Keep it up so we can see you. Thank you for this. This is amazing. Your lives have been, uh, will be changed forever through this. And you are going to be so blessed to get these letters, to get these connections to a child, and to be able to be part of their life. I encourage you to write to them, to encourage them, to tell them that they're loved, tell them why you've, uh, why you've got this connection with them. And they will pray for you. I've been in these places. I was in a place that once when the floods came, and they said that the one thing this mother went into the house to go and get when the floods came was the sponsored letters from the children, for the child. That's how precious they are to them. So if you're sponsoring a child already, there's some down the front. If, the, if you're sponsoring a child already, thank you for doing that. And God bless you as doing that. And the rest of you, if you're kind of wondering, maybe you need to think about it, look over your finances and all that kind of stuff, you can contact the church office. We'd be able to help to put you in touch with compassion already. But Lord, I thank you for everybody who's done that. And we just bless you in Jesus' name for that. And we thank you, Lord, that lives are going to be transformed. Here tonight, Lord, we're going to see it in terms of baptisms. But Lord, we, we also get to see it happening around the world too. And we celebrate that and thank you in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. Great stuff. Can we thank those guys who did that? That's wonderful. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org forward slash media.